Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You've heard me say this on the podcast before, but, you know, look, I I knew Joe Biden would be bad. I didn't realize anybody could be this bad. We have seen such a decline in America in such a short period under his watch, certainly not leadership. But do you think enough Americans realize that this decline that we are facing is a choice, that we don't have to live this way, that we can have a great country again, that we can turn the ship around? I'm going to ask Senator Marsha Blackburn that question. We're also going to get into, you know, Congress led by Republicans in this effort. They're going to overturn a D.C. bill for the first time in 30 years. Essentially what D.C. is trying to do, it's insane. But of course, this is what we've seen from the left and Democrat led cities across the country. But they're trying to reduce maximum penalties for crimes like robberies and carjackings in a city that has seen an increase in crime, has seen an increase in and homicides. But what's interesting about this is you see vulnerable Democrats like Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio, who is facing a tough reelection in 2024, is behind the efforts. He's supporting what Republicans are doing in this. Even Joe Biden has said that he's not going to block this effort to overturn the D.C. bill. So are Democrats realizing what a vulnerability this is for them heading into the presidential elections. We'll also get into the border as well. A border patrol agent was recently violently attacked by an illegal immigrant when she was trying to make an arrest. We'll get into that and China's role in the fentanyl crisis, as well as a little bit on the COVID lab leak and what Senator Marsha Blackburn thinks of that. Was it intentional? We'll get her take. All of that and more with Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Senator Marcia Blackburn, it's always such a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, you do such great work in the Senate. I'm a huge fan of yours. 
Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate it in these committee hearings, and I think you honestly cannot make this stuff up. You know, it is crazy, Senator. I mean, there's just, as you mentioned, so much going on, so much chaos in the country. Nothing works anymore. You know, we look at there's a shortage of everything on the brink of a potential world war. You know, as we approach the 2024 presidential elections, do you think enough Americans realize that this decline is a choice, that we can be a great country again, that we don't have to choose this for our future? I think more Americans are realizing that because they're looking at what is happening to their children because their children are online all the time. The things they're exposed to, the mental health issues with young kids, and they're looking at the mismanagement of the COVID pandemic and how the left is continuing to try to push lockdowns and um to make choices for people that people don't want them to be making. And I think that they are uh, weighing all of that and going, hey, wait a minute. This is not the way life once was, and we want our old life back. And they want to get rid of some of this government overreach. And they're hearing the president wants to to impose two trillion dollars more in taxes and they're thinking what are we getting for that so as we get ready to move into another presidential election cycle i think people are going to watch very closely and see and think about how their life was prior to joe biden and then weigh the consequences that have happened under Joe Biden. I certainly hope so, because, you know, I I mean, I knew Joe Biden would be bad, but I I didn't realize that the country could see this much decline, you know, so soon. You know, one of those areas that we've seen is just crime in the country. You've seen this massive uptick in Democrat-led cities. And Congress, led by Republicans right now, is set to overturn a D.C. bill that essentially what this would do would reduce maximum penalties for crimes like robberies and carjackings. And what's interesting, Senator, and I'm sure you find this interesting, too, is that we have Democrats are on board with overturning, you know, this D.C. bill, even people like Sherrod Brown, who has previously said that, you know, policing is a product of institutionalized racism. You've got Joe Biden supporting Republican efforts. Do you think Democrats see the writing on the the wall that, you know, they're they're anti-policing, that they're soft on crime policies, that, you know, people are, are sick and tired of it? I think there are more people every single day who are hearing from their constituents and people are talking about crime. You've got many people that work on the Hill that have been mugged, they've been robbed, they have been assaulted, they have experienced carjackings. And so it is hard for these leftist members to ignore that. We also know if when you look at what the D.C. Council was trying to push through, they were going to try to address the crime problem by reducing the sentences, by removing uh, certain crimes uh, from having to have a court appearance. They were just going to diminish the rule of law and what is that going to do that would give you even more crime they were going to do the exact opposite of what needed to be done are you surprised that joe biden said that he would go along with republican-led efforts to overturn you know this dc bill 
Oh, I think he's probably hearing from a lot of people that, and I think his staff is probably hearing from people that are saying, look, we're afraid to walk from point A to point B at night. And Lisa, as you know, a lot of people walk several blocks to and from work, whether they're at the White House, the uh, agency buildings that are around town, whether they're on the hill. And many people walk, many people will take the metro. And when you talk about crime in the metro. And so this had to be something that finally they had to say, we have to address crime. Now bear in mind, you've still got some of them that will not say we need to refund the police and we need to fully give them what they need. We need to support them so that we can get more police back. You take states like Tennessee, my home state, we have law enforcement officers from so many states that are choosing to come to Tennessee and go into law enforcement simply because they are not getting the support in these big blue cities and they are choosing to just retire out from those cities and come to Tennessee. And I don't blame them. You know, we're, we're seeing that here in Florida as well. So just this past week alone, we saw, you know, four Americans kidnapped, two killed, uh, you know, one injured in Mexico along the southern border. We had, we had a female border patrol agent that was by a, cart- a cartel. Uh, these what happened to these Americans? We had a, a female border patrol agent was violently attacked by an illegal immigrant when she was trying to make an arrest. We've obviously seen unprecedented border crossings, you know, fentanyl is pouring over, killing hundreds of Americans per day. Why do you think Joe Biden is letting this happen? I find it so curious that our Homeland Security Secretary does not believe in securing the homeland and that this administration has a policy of an open border as their border policy. And they continue to try to ease the way and really search for a way to make illegal immigration legal. They even came up with an app and said, if you go log in on this app, then we'll be ready for you when you get here. This is absolutely just unbelievable that they would do this, that they would have so little regard for what our citizenship means, that they have so little regard for the Border Patrol who are trying to do their job and secure this country, that they would have so little regard for local law enforcement because all of these gangs that are coming over the border, the drug cartels that are very active on U.S. soil and uh, the trafficking, human trafficking, organizations, uh, the people that are the gotaways that are coming in, they just seem to not care because they want to say we're the compassionate ones. We are opening our border to anybody that wants to come here. And Lisa, these people are being uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually drug abused as they are making this journey. There's nothing compassionate about what the cartels are doing to these people. And now you have people from 176 different countries that presented themselves at the southern border last year, and God knows how many others in the gotaways, because we know 
that it was well north of a million people that they could see on surveillance, but they couldn't get to them to apprehend them. Should Secretary Mayorkas, uh, the Homeland Security Secretary, should he be impeached? It is so appropriate for the House to move forward on um, hearings and investigations and find out exactly what has happened uh, and the reason he has these policies that he has. And Lisa, I think it is something that is, that's a discussion to have. They may decide that he should be impeached and removed from office. Uh, You cannot allow this kind of open border to continue. Look at the crime in our streets. Look at the gangs. Look at these drug trafficking organizations and the cartels who now have hubs that are established on U.S. soil. Uh, We even know from local law enforcement that we have visited on the border that you have some of these drug dealers Um, sex traffickers that get federal government benefits and live in government housing. It's why I have the legislation that once they're arrested, their benefits would come to a screeching halt. Well, I appreciate you doing that. I think that's, you know, 100 percent what we should be doing. So thank you for that. You know, I wanted to ask you, I know you're tough on China, as you should be, which we appreciate. How big of a role does China play in this fentanyl crisis that we're facing as a country? It plays a a primary role. The fentanyl is being produced by Chinese chemists. Now, some of it is produced in China and moved to the cartels in Mexico. There also are cartel uh, members that have Chinese scientists working in their labs to create the fentanyl and then move it across the border. You had 14,000 pounds of fentanyl that was apprehended at the border last year. It's enough to kill 3.3 billion people. And we had 100 thousand Americans that lost their lives to drug overdoses last year. More than 70,000 of those were due directly to fentanyl. And talking about China, you know, the Department of Energy has now, uh, you know, released, uh, re- released, you know, there's reports that the Department of Energy now has, uh, you know, some degree of confidence that COVID leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Christopher Ray reiterated that the FBI, that this is the FBI's belief as well. You know, there's other agencies that, that believe this. Is there a possibility that it was actually intentional from China? You know, Lisa, uh, we, when you look at the lab leak theory, which many of us were, um, you know, we were banned and uh, called conspiracy theorists and all sorts of things by saying, hey, there's this lab that studies coronavirus and they're doing gain of function research. Might be a good thing to look at them and get a report. We knew our our diplomatic scientists had problems with that lab and had cautioned uh, because of the activity in that lab. So it is important to look at that lab leak theory um, and whether it leaked intentionally or unintentionally. The point remains it came most likely from that lab. It originated from that lab there in Wuhan. This is why they locked down that Wuhan lab. They locked down 
Wuhan itself. You could not fly somewhere else in China from Wuhan. You could leave the country, but you couldn't go anywhere else in China because they knew how contagious this was. They knew how deadly it was. I hope that we we work to hold China accountable for this, as well as uh, you know Dr. Fauci, who seemingly behind funding the gain of function. There needs to be accountability for that. We need to know the answer to that. And what we do know is the Chinese Communist Party is intent on global domination by the time we get to 2050. I think Michael Pillsbury's book, The Hundred Year Marathon, is instructive reading for everyone. We do know that the Chinese Communist Party is uh, working to build their military to have superiority in great power competition, in missiles, in artillery, in their navy, in biologic weaponry. These are all things that we know. They are not secrets. We know that they are expanding into the South China Sea and taking some of those coral reefs and building them into islands and landing strips. These are things we know. We know that they bully Taiwan and the Philippines and the South Pacific Island nations every single day. And that each of those are very concerned about what will happen to them if China gets their way, if they continue their aggression, if they overtake Taiwan. And because of this, we should investigate everything that China does. And Joe Biden should do something about this, Lisa. What he should do is call Xi Jinping and say, you come clean about COVID. You stop shipping fentanyl in our country. Or that $1 trillion trade deficit we had with you last year, it is going to go away because China needs that trade with us. And last year, they imported to us $1 trillion more than we exported to them. They need us in order for their economy to flourish. And of course, since we did so much business with them last year, under Joe Biden, they had the most lucrative year ever. What they are doing with that money is they're saying this year they're putting 7.2% of their GDP into their military. And that's the money they're telling us about. You know, it could easily be north of 10 or 12 or 15% because you never know where their commercial sector ends and their military sector began. Well, Senator Marsha Blackburn, I know you've got a busy schedule. We'll have to have you come back on to, to just talk about China. Obviously very passionate about that and very informative. I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, hold them all accountable. We need you. We need fighters in the Senate. So appreciate you and appreciate you taking the time. Oh, Lisa, thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye now. That was Senator Marsha Blackburn. You know, love her. I've met her. She's just an awesome person. Does a great job in the Senate. Lucky to have her. I appreciate you guys for listening to the show every Monday and Thursday. But of course, you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting together the show. Uh, You know, feel free to leave us a review. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Until next time. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.